we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Women were created for a specific purpose according to the Word of God. This is strange because a lot of women nowadays that claim to be believers and claim to be saved don't really know what the Bible says they should be. They really don't. We've heard the story of Adam and Eve, and we heard how God made Adam. Adam was lonely, so we should make him a helpmeet. But somehow society has made that seem like God was making another man. And when I say another man, he was making somebody to compete with the man. Why would God make the same thing twice if he saw something lacking in the first one? He didn't make the same thing twice. He made what the first one needed. Oh, I just preached. Did I just preach? He made what the first created. First thing he created, second thing, complimented the first. Wasn't the same thing. Amen. Like the old folks say, it wasn't no Adam and Steve. It was Adam and Eve. Amen. So let's get that straight. We know that what he made, he made for Adam to desire. But they were made to be what? What were women made to be? Help meets for men. Now, this has changed and morphed into so many things. I mean, I, women come tell me their purpose and what God has purposed and called them to be and told them and showed them and raised them up for a time such as this to do this and that and this. And, and it all sounds so good because it's all like TBN programming. I was like, you sound just like an infomercial. And, and then the time and the this and the that and the this, and I just go all the way back. Wait, well, well, you know, if you really want to find the purpose for a thing, let's just go to the beginning of that thing. For a woman, for it to really work out for you, you have to be in the role that God created you to be in. Now, you can do other things, but the only thing that's going to bring true fulfillment is the original purpose that you were given. The woman was created for the man as a what? Help meet. That means she meets his help. Where he lacks, she meets. God said that the man needed her. Genesis 2 and 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a what? Help meet for him. This is the woman's purpose. Anything you add to it is what you added. But what God made you to do is help meet. Amen. I hear the single women. I hear somebody saying, but I ain't got nobody to help and meet. <laughs> well, in the interim stage, you should be preparing to be help meet. Amen. That's your preparation stage. Amen. You shouldn't be preparing to outdo a man and do what a man does and be all burly and butch and deep-voiced and... No, you should be preparing. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Oh! Oh! Oh, that sounded good. Yeah. Prepare me to leave my leave my home, leave my children in the home and teach my children. 
God, fix it to where I can spend as much time with them as possible. So that I don't lose any ground in their lives. In order to have purpose, a woman must be working toward the goal of being a readily available helpmeet. But women should actively be working toward this. Not asking God for a specific kind of man. Just asking God to make them better. Prepare me, Lord. This is your prayer, women. When you don't have one. Amen. Then when you get one, you pray for him. But you don't pray prayers to make him into something. No, no. You pray that God helps you to deal with his decisions. Since he's the decision maker. Uh-oh. Amen. 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 Me and my wife have yet to argue about a decision. She trusts me to do it. And if she thinks it's dumb, she talks to the Lord about it. She has never come to me. Ooh, you just, that's just dumb. She never told me that. She just goes and prays and she know the Lord to tell me. Right? She know the Lord to tell me. And I come back, hey, um, I changed my mind. She'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. glory be to God. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm following you wherever you go. <laughs> Titus 2 and 3, a woman should be discreet. Discreet. Keep your business. Look at somebody say, keep your business. Don't be talking to folks about stuff that go on in your house. Keep your business. Chased. Oh, look at somebody say, keep them closed. To the Lord, open them. Amen. Should be keepers at home. Not on the job. You need to be keepers where? Amen. Now, if you got a job, when you get off the job, you need to come home and keep home. Home need to look good. Home represents you, not your office desk. You can't have an immaculate, off, immaculate office desk. And your home look like Pigpen is living in there with a cloudy dust of smoke everywhere he go. Stuff everywhere. Can't open the door. Junk, trash, roaches. Hey, man, ain't nobody supposed to have roaches. I don't care if the folks above you, below you, and on both sides of you have roaches. Roaches should be scared to come in your place. It's too clean for a roach. You know a roach ain't going to stay around clean. He'll walk in there and be like, oh, no, this ain't. I ain't going to... I ain't going to find no droppings in here, no, no remnants. And he'll leave. Amen. Clean your house. Obedient to who? Folks don't like this part of the Bible. Y'all know this is in the Bible? How many of you believe the whole Bible? Amen. If you don't believe the whole Bible, the Bible says you don't believe any of it. You got to believe all of it to believe it. If you don't believe all of it, then you don't believe it. Obedient to your, obedient to your, I'm not even talking about husband. Your obedient to their what? Oh, not somebody else's husband. Amen. You're not even obedient to the pastor without checking it with your husband first. Amen. My word is not law in your house. Your word is law, man. I don't want the responsibility for that. I don't see how pastors do that stuff. 
No, obedient to your own husband. That the word of God be not what? Made into a lie. Amen. This is too heavy for some folks. But it's, this is the way it's written. Amen. Quit watching Claire Huxtable. She's not doing what the Bible says. Why we always got to find an ex, uh, a secular example to follow? Fathers and mothers must teach their daughters how to care for their own homes so when their time comes, they will be what? Prepared to deny themselves and focus on their family. You know, that has to be taught from a young age. You teach the young girl that one day, one day you're going to be a wife and a mother. So funny. I mean, soon as they drop a doll and the doll's head come off, oh, she's going to be a doctor. Put that head back on. She's going to be a surgeon. Put that head back on. Oh, I'm going to get the little surgeon, surgeon box. She's an infant. She can't even walk, but she got a thesoscope and just uh, an <laughs> infant smock wearing it. Just, wait. She's just a baby. We, we think that oh, she's going to be an astrophysicist. We're going to name her Astra. But you never mention wife and mother. Then when she get old and start striving to be whatever you said, she leaves wife and mother out. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. So her prayers are different. She ain't praying for what God said. She's praying for what you said. Proverbs 6 and 20, my son, keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the what? law of thy mother. That means when your child is young, mother, you land down law in that child's life. Your influence. You spend the first years of that child's life, you spend more time with them than the father. You should because he's supposed to be somewhere working. So I, I'm sorry. I mean, this may cut you and hurt you because you didn't do it this way. I can't, I'm sorry. I can't preach dysfunction. There's too many young folks in here that can make the right decision. So I got to preach for the right decision to start happening so we can fix some of this dysfunction. When parents do not condition their daughters to do this, it can be harder for them to acclimate to their role in their home. Yeah, I mean, as a pastor, man, I get all kinds of folks that want counseling and stuff like that. And, man, I can't get society out of some of these folks. I can't get that society-driven role out of some of these people. Some of these women are so focused on making it in this world because no one took the time to condition them to what God truly created them for. High blood pressure, ovarian issues, uh, uh, all of these reproductive issues. All this stuff is coming on women when they try to act like a man and carry the load of a man. God did not make you for that. So that makes it hard on your body. Hey, the world don't want to hear this message. Yeah. 
stuff start messing up, breaking down. Because you're trying to do something. You're trying to, stri- you're trying to carry the load of a man. And you're messing your body up because you weren't built for that. That's why we should raise our daughters. Girl, you're a wife. I had people tell me that, oh, you can't do that. Don't do that. Don't raise her. I remember when my daughter quit school. She just quit, just woke up one day and said, I, I, I don't want to go to school no more. She's going to TCU on a scholarship because she's very smart. Going to TCU, I mean, it was a little scholarship because I sure was paying. And TCU is expensive. Soon as she said, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, well, whoa, no, you're messing your life up. Girl, you go, oh, it's doom. It's what you are. She said, I just want to be a, a wife and a, and a mother like my mama. That's all I've seen. I think I want to do that. Soon as she made up her decision, a few months later, here come Cameron. Coming down here, he wasn't coming for her. He was coming to see a video. Well, they were coming to see part six. Uh, Watch us record, I think it was part six. No, part seven or eight. One of them. One of them numbers. He was coming down here to see that. And he just came when he saw it. It was like, bam. And it all just worked together because that's what, that's all she was reared for. That's what she wanted, but but that's what we conditioned her for. So when she wanted to walk away, girl, this is your life. I'm not going to force you to do something and then you become sexually active. That's what's going to happen next. Amen. If the vagina don't have purpose, it's going to get given away. I know that sounded graphic. But that is the truth. If you don't give it purpose, man, what, what is what? What is virginity for if it's not for a purpose? If it's not for a purpose, it's for free. Amen. Y'all, I only know one way to preach this. And quit thinking about your mistakes. Ooh. Ooh. Think about some of these folks that haven't made them yet. Can you do that? Can you take yourself out of it once? Just once today. Just today. Just once. Forget about yourself. And do what the Bible say. Esteem others higher than yourself. Can you do that? To, what's the date? Today. <laughs> well, that ain't what happened with me. Today, can you do that? There are people in here that ain't made your mistakes yet. Can we have hope for them? I want my kids to avoid every mistake I made. Every one of them. Ah! All of them. Want them to be a, I won't let them to be a hundred percent better than I was. Are you kidding me? That's that selfless mother I'm talking about. You have to be selfless and forget yourself. To be a good mother. Parents do not condition their daughters to do this. It can be harder for them to acclimate to their role in their home. Proverbs 29 and 13. The rod and reproof gives wisdom. But a child left to himself bringeth his who? His who? His mother to shame. So if you don't get in there and do work, you're going to be shamed. Many women do not find fulfillment in their husband and children. 
So they seek after validation outside of their homes, leaving their children to struggle to find their what? Purpose. Leaving them to struggle. When the mama still, girl, you almost 50, still trying to be something on the internet. Got children in there starving for attention, but it's your selfies. You on their page. I need to borrow your friends for a minute. I need all your followers. I need them all. You get out and from <laughs> Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all must ain't been on the internet. Girl, let it go. It's, it's been over. It's been, oh, ask me. The hourglass, there's no more sand in it. It ran out the bottom and then ran out the glass on you. You're done. You're not going to make it at that. Proverbs 31 and 31. Give her of the fruits of her hands and let her own what? Don't praise yourself. Let your own works. Do you have works to show? Abandonment and neglect create a cycle of discontentment that can cause the children to have frivolous relationships, insecurities, and issues that complicate their lives. Abandonment and neglect. Proverbs 22 and 6, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, what's going to happen? ain't going to depart from it if it's right and he's seen an example of it but abandonment and neglect is going to create a cycle of discontentment where a person just sitting around not satisfied with the role that God gave them when I hear people talk oh no that can't be it just to help me oh no I'm, I'm more than that no you're not but what's wrong with that if you're a good mother and you got good kids to show your work, a good home, a good, ain't, that, ain't that it? That's what you want. What's better than that? But train them up in the way they should go. When they're old, they're not going to what? They're not going to depart from it. It's going to stay in them. They'll acclimate. When a man comes and says, hey, I want you to be my wife, she automatically knows, okay, now it's time for me to turn help me on. And be a helpmeet. Deny myself for him. That's what you do. Ooh, let me finish because the, the, the folk getting hungry. And... Hey, hey, man. This is a good message. This will bless your crazy self if you listen to it. And then how that meltdown every mother. What's wrong with me? Did you hear the message? That's what's wrong. I mean, what? What? Yeah, I get them emails and it reads just like that. What? What? What's wrong with me? What did you listen to the latest true church perspective dances in that? Oh, oh well. can end those monthly meltdowns. Women are the nourishers of the home, but in order to nourish others, she must be content with her situation. Ooh, if you don't have it, you can't give it. So if you're not content, it's going to be a house full of discontentment. You're going to be watching TV and listening to folks, and you're going to want more than you have all the time. 
that's going to mess your home up and it's probably going to end in divorce. Because you're not content with what you have. Hebrews 13 and 5. Let your conversation be without what? Covetousness. That means quit talking about what other people have. Uh-oh. You basing your life on what other people have? Your wants and desires are based on what other people have? And be what? Content with the such things as you have. Be content. You know, forget the job. Forget all that. You need to be content that you have a man. Because there is a shortage. There is a shortage. When he comes, you better treat him right, Jack. You better treat him right. He'll come. God got him. He got some. Not that many, though. It's a shortage. So you better be on your best behavior. Abe, don't you try to re-enter the market. But your markdown price. You marked down. Hey, man, you don't have the same value that you had when you first got <laughs> on the shelf. When you was first on the shelf, yeah, that, that's grade A. Nice round D. And there's a shortage. You're going to have to go to the beads and braids and two earrings section. Pick from one of them. <laughs> Amen. You started out, yes, I want him to have a good job upright, good life right now. Well, he can sag a little sometimes. Show his underwear sometimes. That's okay. I, I know his heart. Mm-hmm. That's discounted. <laughs> yeah, be content with what you have. And quit wanting what other people have. Rejoice with other people when they get stuff. You better learn how to do that or you won't get anything. Somebody gets something, you ought to be, ah! Make it real, though. Don't be doing it because, oh, because mine's next. Hey! Don't, not that. That's a false praise. False praise. When something good happens with somebody, you rejoice with them. When people tell me good news, I rejoice with them, and then I thank God for what I have. That's my habit. I've been doing it for years. I thank God for what I have. And I rejoice with other people, but I thank, man, I thank God for what I have. That's how, that's how God blesses you. When you're thankful for what you have, you don't mind giving you something else. Hey, man, you do that with your own children. You give them something and they don't have one or whatever. You don't give them nothing else, do you? Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? You don't give them nothing. <laughs> don't want to give them nothing. <laughs> yeah, if she don't rejoice. But if she's happy, oh, mama, thank you for this. You don't mind next time you remember that. Man, she was so gracious. I want to see that expression again. I give her something else. She took care of it. Never compared it to what somebody else had. The desire to see her family do well satisfies a good mother. But a woman whose desire to see 
her family do well, that's satisfaction to her. She's, she's satisfied. She don't need nothing else. If she's satisfied with her family doing well. Amen. What people think of her should be solely based on her home and not superficial achievements. Stuff that don't matter. Likes on the internet. You can buy those now. I went to this dude page. He had 100,000 Instagram followers, and he's trash, and nobody likes him. He doesn't have one real friend in real life. I've talked to him. I know him personally. I was like, how did you get all those followers? I pay monthly for them. He pays monthly. I didn't know you could do that. I said, dude, your Instagram is on fire, even though you don't have nothing on it. How you get all these people? So, I mean, that's a good business idea to create that. So have a whole bunch of, somebody went on there and created 100,000 profiles and getting paid. But what people think of her should be solely based on her home, the condition of her home. Proverbs 31, 27 says, she looketh well to the ways of her what? Ooh, the Bible says she looketh well to the ways of her, what? Not other people's households, but her household. And eateth not the bread of what? Sitting around waiting to make it? She's not doing that. Her household is what she looks well to. A good mother knows that pleasing God comes from pleasing her husband and caring for her children. A good mother, you don't have to tell that to. That's, she knows. That's how she pleases God. You can't skip over that and make God like you. God's going to like what he made. Because if what he made is functioning the way he made it, that compliments him. Pleasing her husband and caring for her children. Being a helpmeet is her ultimate purpose because it is what she was what? Created for. Proverbs 31, 28. Her children arise up, call her blessed. Her husband also, and he does what? Praises her. Y'all, it's hard to get a message like this. You know why it's hard to get a message like this? Because a lot of pastors want women to go out there and make that money so they can bring it into the storehouse. So they could be meeting there. I had pastors tell me, man, you better quit preaching that creation role message. You better preach dual income, no kids. You better preach that because that's where you're going to make the real money. I said, well, my church don't pay me a salary. So he's like, bro, well, when, you, when it's time, you better get up there and get them women out there and bring them checks in. I had a whole bunch of pastors tell me that. You're making a mistake Yeah, so they'll just use these women up until some new ones come. But a good, enough, a good mother knows that pleasing God comes from pleasing her husband and caring for her children. Summary! Y'all enjoy this message? Amen. I know it's old school, but man, old school is just school. It's still school. The unnatural desire of women to be self-focused instead of focusing on the needs of their own home has wreaked havoc on our society. Y'all believe that? 
Today, many women are married with children while still seeking validation and affirmation from things outside of their homes. When women seek approval for superficial things, they cannot focus on their husbands and children. Daycares, after-school programs, latchkey kids are the norm today because mothers have forsaken their God-given roles. Yes, the norm. There are more women in the workforce now than men. First time in history. Happened two years ago. More women in the workforce than men. Children are being left to themselves and ruining their lives at a young age for the lack of full-time, for the lack of a full-time guardian in the home. Good mothers are women who attempt to do things God's way, no matter what society is doing. I said, good mothers are women that attempt to do things God's way, no matter what society is doing. There we go. But in order to be a good mother, a woman must first be good. When I say good, I mean you must be good, good with who you are and your situation. In order to be a good mother, a woman must first be good. She must be good with her life and content with what God has given her. Goodness and contentment should start prior to marriage. Uh-oh. Goodness and contentment should start prior to marriage. Before marriage, parents, you should be teaching your daughters goodness and what? Con Contentment. Before they get married, so that when they enter the marriage, they can enter it with the right expectations. If they're content prior to marriage, they know how to be content. When women can find satisfaction in their own homes and lives, then the home will be at peace, and that example will be reflected in the future of the children. Titus 2 and 3 gives us sound doctrine. The age women likewise. First he tells you how the age women should behave. That they be in behavior as becoming holiness. Not false accusers. Not false accusers. Not given to a bunch of wine. Amen. They should be teachers of what? Good things. That they may teach the young women to be sober. Teach the young women to be sober and to what? Love their husbands and to love their what? Love their children. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.